Hi, I'm Jodine Cho of Lifeology, your transformation coach. Using tarot, numerology and certain aspects of astrology to guide you through all different levels of transformation and especially to give you the awareness into understanding your shadow, the aspects of shadow self and how we navigate through them. And the reasons why I use numerology and tarot so much is because this gives us the understanding of what we don't manage to see about ourselves because we're looking at the specific traits that we are. Um, there's a lot more information about how I work this. And if you want to, then on my website, lifeology.biz, um, I do have a complimentary exploratory session. So it's 30 minutes. You can ask me anything. We navigate through the website together. So if there's anything that interests you that we're talking about and we haven't connected more deeply online, then please let me know. Uh, also, I am monitoring comments at the same time. Not always does the name pull through, unfortunately, but I do have my phone and I am going to do my absolute best to make sure that I get to them as well. I've really been looking forward to talking about the um, April numerology and astrology for a while because it's an energy that I have been waiting to navigate through with as much consciousness as possible. So over the last couple of months, I've really had at the back of my mind, we're getting to April, we're getting to this nine energy. So numerology cycles work from one to nine. And in that, as we go from one, within each cycle that happens, within each number that happens, the universe is taking different aspects of that energy in order to navigate us towards our highest esteem and our deepest desires the whole time. And as we get higher up in the numbers, starting from one, by the time we get to nine, what the universe really is saying is by this point, there should be a lot of consciousness that you have and all the places where you aren't seeing what you need to see, then the universe has to come in and make things happen. So to really cut to the chase about the energy of April, it's going to be the indicator for you on how much truth you've managed to tell yourself, how brave you've been, really looking at, I always tell everyone to think of a nine energy as a treasure chest. And it's got your whole life sitting in front of you. Everything to do with your career, your finances, where you live, all your relationships, as well as your relationship with yourself, right? And in that, it's digging through and sifting through the treasure box. But as the numbers have gone on through the months, Everything's been in that box. And now when it comes to the nine, it's really about the energy of letting go. And it's not always letting go. It doesn't have to be this negative um, word. It can really and truly be so positive. Letting go of, of certain things that you're holding onto that doesn't serve you. Letting go of your lack of self-worth and self-love and self-respect. So it can be a really positive aspect of letting go. But either way, this is what April is going to be calling for the whole month. It's really going to be asking you and ask, it's going to ask you to come to your own consciousness and your own realizations. And the reason why it's so important that the eight energy follows through. And this eight energy is about um, how empowered and how disempowered did I feel through the month? of March. And from there, in this month of April, the nine, 
the universe is going to say from all the truth that you told yourself in the months that passed, what are the changes that you need to make? April has the potential to feel like a slow month because it's about the endings and it's about sifting through and sorting. It's not about the new beginnings. That's going to come in the one in May and stepping into the energy of June in two when it gets so more momentum and all the different aspects. So don't be frustrated. Don't push too hard. Rather look at all the opportunities where there is closure, which is really important, and the aspects of what you need to let go. Something else that's also really important is that it's not about by the end of April, you must have let everything go and that there's a whole lot of shifts and changes that will have happened. It's not about that. It's actually about acknowledging. Do all of the acknowledgements and tell yourself the truth as much as you possibly can in this month so that when we step into the one next month, we can start to navigate the changes that need to be made. Okay, we're going to jump into the moon phases. And our first one is on the 4th of April. It's nice because we're heading into the Aries new moon. But before we do, there's nice endings off that happen. So on the 4th of, 4th of April, the last quarter moon is sitting in Capricorn. And Capricorn is always so perfectly aligned with a nine because the Capricorn has a lot of energy where it's reflective. And in that, you can really ask yourself what is efficiently working, what isn't efficiently working. The Capricorn really is practical. It will help you move some of the emotion out, put the practicality in. So it might not be as much about relationships, but it could be about systems and processes and how the processes and the dynamics work and align with you. Then the Pisces balsamic or dark moon happens on the 9th um, of April. And as a reminder, it's the 72 hours before the new moon. It's always a very reflective energy, this dark moon. And then it's reflective according to the sign that it's going to be in at that time. And because it's in Pisces, it's also beautifully aligned. This is the last last quarter. This is the last balsamic moon or dark moon before we step into Aries new moon. Most people in the world follow the Gregorian calendar. New year is on the 1st of January, but there is another new year. It's an astrological new year, which started when Aries started in March. And the first new moon of the astrological new year is coming up after this after this dark phase of the moon. So this is actually the last reflection in Pisces. It's the end of the whole year. So if you can take some time in that dark phase of the moon to reflect on what's happened within the year so that you can bring a whole new energy into the Aries new moon, it can really be an impactful time. And use the energy of endings. Pisces also has it can, it can take you into a space of fantasy and it can take you into a space of wonder. So it also will be the time because of the nine. It will reflect for you where you might be in a little bit of fantasy land or where you might be tangled up in things that aren't 
clear reality for you so that when you get into April, I mean, into Aries, there's a much clearer reality. So that Aries new moon is on the 12th of April. And it is exciting, especially when you really start to work with the moon. So one thing that's, a, that's lovely to do on the Aries new moon is find one or two crystals, not your whole batch, or go and buy yourself one or two new crystals where you program your intention for the whole of the year. And then put them out under the moonlight and don't put them back out for the entire year. Allow those two only to hold the energy of the intention for the year. It is important that I remind you that we've had a real energetic shift. If you haven't watched any of my updates, then just go onto my website and have a look at the vlog section and in the vlog se section of the energy updates. If you listen to November last year, December last year and into January this year, I talk very much about the Pisces, um, the uh, Jupiter and Saturn shift into Aquarius. And the reason why that is so important is because it's never, it's literally shifted the way that we navigate energetically, energetically through our dreams and our wishes and our hopes. And a lot of it has shifted into this openness to trust that there's this inner guidance and that what we are, what we want for ourselves. And it's really important to have this vision for ourselves. I'm not in any way saying that you don't have vision for yourself, but it needs to be connected to the emotion and not, and not the structure of what it is, not I want to manifest a house on a beach. It doesn't work that way. When I have what I want in my highest esteem, I will feel like this. And then if you can allow yourself to go into the imagination of that space, but reminding the universe and yourself that you are open to so much greater than you have the ability to realize. So if you take those two crystals and you just put openness and worthiness and abundance and real abstract energy into that to allow the, that energy to be with you, to guide you. It's going to be very important for us to realize how we don't need the distinct goals and the plans. And we literally have to focus our energy so beautifully into everything. Irvin's really excited about the about the year. And I think that that was my mom commenting, mom, the name didn't come up, but I'm sure it was you. Okay. Leo first quarter moon is on the 20th of April. And what's so lovely about Leo energy every single time, and it's going to be amazing during this nine energy, if you use it well, is Leo wants you to know where you can shine in the world. So this will be a great time where it will most probably come up in the first quarter of the, of the moon, round about the 20th, where you feel like you're not shining. Or where you feel like you really are shining and you might not have enough place or time or enough support from people in order to really let you shine. But Leo is going to call for you to step into that energy. And what's so important about it is the places where you feel like you do shine, then that is what's going to go into the May energy with you when you step into the one. Then we have our full moon in Scorpio on the 27th of April, and it's a big one. So put in your diary, make a little circle. 
The reason why it's so big is because it's a super moon. And the energy of the super moon is always intensified. And the intensity is going to be, so whenever I think about a full moon, I literally think about the light that's shining on the things that we need to see. And within Scorpio, it's always the things that are the deepest in the shadows. And it really has the opportunity to be supportive of the nine. So the places that you haven't managed to be brave, which is completely understandable, or tell yourself levels of truth, this is the time around this full moon where the universe could bring things up that really get you to see and honor the truth of what you need to be holding in order to not take certain things into the into the one energy. It's really important. You have to understand that when if you take the things that you that you should bravely let go of and you bring them into the one, you carry it into that energy and the universe literally has to go, start from one to try and get you again to realize that you are worth more, you are deserving of more. So you want to do this conscious work as quickly as possible. So those are moon phases for the month. And then we move into the, one of the signs always shifts into the sun. And that's, that is how the astrological chart works and where your birthday is. What's really important about that is that we're now moving into Taurus, right? Taurus is such an interesting energy because it's very practical. It's very earthy. It's really and truly, um, it's a receptive energy. So it's going to give you the opportunity to have a look at the things that you need to look at and tell yourself the truth about. And a lot of it has to do with needing to have the perseverance to carry on. That's what makes it supportive. But it can also, this Taurus energy, so from the 19th of April, many stuff can come up. Because Taurus has the ability to say, of all the things that you need, are you making these decisions because of money? Is Are you financially stuck in any place? Is it Are you struggling to tell yourself the truth because of, of money? If you follow me on um, Instagram and all Facebook um, or in, even in my WhatsApp, I do Project Me every day. And today I posted the most beautiful flower. It was tiny. It wasn't even big. And it's really growing in an uncomfortable environment. You can see that. It's just completely barren all around this beautiful flower. And that reminds me of the Taurus energy and the message that Taurus is giving, that, that we can blossom from anything if we tell ourselves the truth and we can't allow money to get us stuck. If you need any level of guidance of, on that, then on my website, lifeology.biz, if you go into books, there is an ebook called Money and Me. And if you're going to courses, there's an ebook called Money and Me to really guide you through the process. Besides Mercury retrograde, because that happens so often, I, for me, the first big retrograde that's happening is on the 26th of April, and it's Pluto. It's one of the bigger outer planets. I always feel like I am the defender of the retrogrades because I understand them and I understand the purpose of what they're trying to do. A retrograde is, it's the perception of the planet going backwards. So it isn't actually turning direction. Can you imagine how much universal power it would take for a planet to stop and shift direction? But because of the movement 
it looks like the playlist is going backwards. And in these retrograde times, the first Pluto retrograde is happening in Capricorn. And we do want this energy um, during, during April and then moving into May because it really has the ability to get us to look at the old systems. Pluto is about the old systems and it's about death and rebirth. So it's brilliant to do any level of transformation during the time that, that Pluto is in retrograde. And I've actually supported that um, by by doing a special for the tarot and numerology combo. There's a 20% discount through the whole of April. And the reason why it's so important is it because we understand certain aspects that you're going through, through the numerology, and we can ask the soul to tell us the story that you need to, the, the old systems that you need to shift out of during, um, during the month. When Pluto goes retrograde, you'll be prepared to understand the systems that really need to, to change and shift. Um, then, that is really the incredible month. It's, there's no other real planetary things that I wanted to dig into. I think, that it's, I think that it's enough. And I'm really, for me, I'm just going to keep on going back to we're in this nine. And it's so important to understand that with so much love, I feel like I'm speaking on behalf of the universe, with so much love, if you are not brave enough to tell yourself the truth and see where the shifts need to happen, then things need to get uncomfortable because you are always being moved in the direction of your highest esteem and your greatest worth, no matter what. The more uncomfortable it is, Basically, the more resistance there is to what you ultimately deserve. And a lot of times we can look at things and we we get into the space of thinking it's impossible that this is what, what might need to change. It's impossible that this is what might need to shift. And, and another reminder that I really want to give you is that most of the time, it's just you being unkind to you and you being in your own shadow that's holding you back. So I just quickly want to say hello to Lungi. Thank you so much. Such a beautiful message. Thank you so much. And I'm really, really happy that you're here. I have done something brave. Um, I have, it's on my blog and I'm going to pop it in uh, to the, onto the, the comments afterwards. And I'm sure that you know that I post this video out everywhere. So I'm going to post it into all the different places. And when I do, I'm going to put a link um call to buy me a coffee it's a tipping service it's completely just energetically up to you if you feel like it and definitely if you can uh, but it is starting to become a beautiful exchange for me and it happened when clubhouse started to grow and when i realized how much time and effort i really am putting into creating all of this free content which i absolutely love but I am learning from so many people around the world and I'm starting to see the value of, um, of seeing what comes my way with an energetic exchange. So it's called buymeacoffee.com forward slash lifeology. And we are asking for a little bit of love and it's actually just, you can select one bit of love, two bit of love, three bits of love. And it's there. Um, if ever you would like to support me in that process. Then other reminders is if you are on Clubhouse, please join me there. I am tomorrow, which is a Tuesday. I'm there for Tarot Tuesday. So I pull tarot cards for you. 
On a Wednesday and a Friday, we talk Project Me, everything to do with transformation, moon phases, all the different aspects. And on a Sunday, I do the weekly numerology and astrology, and I pull a tarot card for the week. If you are not in Clubhouse, do not worry. Just follow my blog, lifeology.biz forward slash blog, or once again, me on any of the social networks. If you go into Instagram and you go to my link tree, you'll also see all of the, the blogs. And I do a written blog to relate, to relate to each one of those energy updates. And then lastly, if there's anything that you want me to talk about or go live about, please just drop me a message and let me know. And I will be, if I don't know, I'll find a guest. If I do know, I will make sure that I make the time and share all of this information with you. I am wishing you a really brave, bold and conscious April as you navigate your way through sifting through this treasure box. And I want to remind you that with each thing that you take out, you give the universe the opportunity to bring something in. And that very thing that's going to come in, I'm telling you, is beyond our wildest imagination that we have for ourselves if we allow it. Lots of love. Take care. And I'll speak to you soon.